Hi there, all you podcast listeners out there, people who are fans of podcasts that do not have a set introduction to give you that sense of uh, assurance about what's happening with the podcast, because that's the thing people like about podcasts is sort of like having like, you know, a sense of routine. It's like, I'm just listening to, it's like listen to your friends talk, but this is like listening to your enemies who hate you talk, or at best two strangers having a weird conversation in like a adjacent booth at like a TJ Fridays. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to a TJ Fridays in since I was like 17 probably. Yeah. I didn't really understand that reference cuz uh the last time I was at uh, TJ Fridays <laughs> nobody talked. It was completely silent in there. Uh so the idea of hearing uh a couple of uh, fellow patriots in a, in a nearby booth discussing anything sounds yeah. entirely foreign to me. And, yeah. Now, TJ Fridays, that's the one that started off as like a singles bar, right? It was like a chain singles bar. By the way, this is Chris yeah. and Matt's Skim Wikipedia. This is what we do. We talk about whatever bullshit we feel like talking about. Well, it sounds um, like this is a good good place to find our right, history of TJ Fridays. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia... Uh, ba 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 the company is a unit of the, uh, Sentinel Capital Partners and Tri-Artisan Capital Partners. Mmm, sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, the history, Alan Stillman opened the first TGI Fridays restaurant in 1965 in New York. He lived in, wow. uh, in a neighborhood with many airline stewards, fashion models, secretaries, and other young single people on the east Ooh, side. Yeah. I mean, it was the place to go. All those. Uh, stewardesses, fashion models, Ooh. secretaries. Rrr. What is this, a James Bond film or a family eatery? I can't tell. Yeah, but, like, I only knew it was a place, I think, like, maybe where you could get, like, milkshakes. And to me, that was, like, because, like, my idea of, like, restaurants as a child was either a fast food restaurant or, like, TGA Fridays or places that's, like, oh, I go there. I could get, like, a milkshake. I get something, like, nicer or fancier than, you know, what I get at McDonald's. Not to say that my parents, I mean, my parents had three children. They couldn't be taking us tonight. Also, we were children. Why would you take children to a nice restaurant? They can't appreciate it. They're stupid. <laughs> my parents did the best they could. They had three of us and they had to feed us. And we didn't know, we didn't, we enjoyed going to. Some... Are you quoting a Bruce Springsteen song right now or regaling us with stories of your job? Uh, it could be both. And then, you know, uh, uh, you know um, Oh, shit. I, I really thought of lyrics from the Billy Joel song, Allentown. I said, that's not Bruce Springsteen at all. That's the worst Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Billy as I call him. Well, they are from similar a similar area. And they both produce, like, a kind of specific, like, white guy soul, yeah. specifically for, for weddings. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, working man, like, rock. Like, you know, yeah. you're either uh, born to run or you're uh, a piano man. Or you're, oh, you're the stranger. <laughs> you're a real estate novelist who never had time for a wife. Yeah. You're, you're a guy that puts your hand on the back of another guy and goes, boy, what are you doing here? Yeah, and then, you know... Uh, I wish I could write a song where I talked about how great I was and how great everyone thought I was. Yeah, how everyone wants you to sing them a song. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah. Everyone loves the song. Or also sing songs that are just um, scenes from an Italian restaurant. <laughs> you know, it's like, so I was at an Italian restaurant and this is what happened. But when we were talking about Fridays, it got me thinking yeah, about... We're talking to Guy Fridays. Another restaurant, a chain restaurant from my childhood that no longer exists. I don't know if you are aware of it or not. Did you ever go to a Chi-Chi's? Uh, I've heard of Chi-Chi's, but I've never been to one. I think I've had like a Chi-Chi's salsa. 
because uh, I feel like they had a number of like uh, at home taco kits or something like that, sort of like Ortega, but um, I've never been to a Chi-Chi's proper. Yeah, well, we were more of a Chili's family. Get those uh, sizzling fajitas. Very similar because there was a Chi-Chi's by us when I was in my youth. It closed or it no longer exists in the United States and Canada, but apparently they still operate in Belgium, Luxembourg, Austria, the United Arab Emirates, and Kuwait. But mm. uh, everyone in Kuwait's died to go to Chi-Chi's. Yeah, indeed. Uh, whoa. Oh, so when the, I was a kid, uh, we would go to Chili's occasionally, but mostly we would go to Alexis Steakhouse, which was just like a privately owned, like family restaurant. I wonder if there was a chain. Anyway, it eventually turned into like a Japanese steakhouse. And yeah. My, then my dad just went there. Well, uh, there's a Ariang. Yeah. Apparently, Chi-Chi's went to bankruptcy in 2003 and then was, according to the Wikipedia page, hit with the largest hepatitis A outbreak in U.S. history. I've heard of that. I've heard of that hepatitis A outbreak. Yeah. There was something that uh, TGI Fridays, like, pioneered. And it, it, it might be, like, just having beer at these places or something, or, like... Something about alcohol, like they had a ton of alcohol. Perhaps. Maybe that's it. Uh, with his own money borrowed from his mother. Ooh. What the heck? Alan Stillman. Uh, thank God it's Friday. The new restaurant opened in 1965. It was uh, blah, 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 blah. This isn't what I'm thinking of. Yeah, no. I oh, it's it's oh it's it's featured in cocktail or something. Yeah, cocktails basically that, based on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, yeah. I knew it was something. The Brian Brown classic movie. Is that the guy who's in cocktail? Brian Brown. Tom oh, Cruise. Along with Tom Cruise, the other guy. I was making the clever reference. As uh, if you look at the picture on the Wikipedia, it says Tom Cruise cocktail, and then when where another name should be, it just has the tagline when it when he pours, he raids. <laughs> Oh, Tom Cruise. It's a bad tagline. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen a lot of those early Tom Cruises. Like, I wasn't like a a guy who likes... I've, I've, not, I've never really seen many of those. Like, I don't like some of them because, like, I'm not a Tony no. Scott fan, so, you know, Top Gun's I, not really up I've much. seen Top Gun. I've seen all the right moves, which is pretty good. Um, I, I also I tried Rain Man, and that was boring as hell, so I turned Rain oh, Man For off. some reason, Rain, Rain Man's like a movie I used to watch all the time as a kid. That's weird. Yeah. I used to like really like Rain Man. Do I think it was anything weird that I watched all the time as a kid, I, kid movie-wise? I mean, I watched a lot of TV shows. Oh, then. he's in The Outsiders, too. That's oh, yeah. A, that's a, that's, that's a big one. when he had his original teeth still. Yeah, that's when he had his original teeth. Yeah, his teeth used to be kind of like messed up. And then right? he got, yeah, yeah, and then like some producers like paid for him to get his teeth. He had like you know teeth that he you know clearly had not had the orthodontic dental work of many people have in their youth, but he got mm -hmm. that in his adulthood, and he's got you know his fancy Hollywood choppers, and good for him. Yeah, good for him. I'm gonna start a restaurant called Thank Christ It's Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm gonna start start one called Thank Cruise It's Taps. T C I T, oh, or you can oh. do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying to think of a. Oh no. <laughs> I well, an S. Uh, I was trying to think of any like way you could like spell a word. The only word I could thought of you could spell in that way would be if you could think of something uh, a W because then it could be twit. Uh, but, or, 
Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh well, who cares? I'm been, I've been looking at a, a Wikipedia's list page for uh, defunct restaurant chains in the United States. Including, What's the best one? Oh well, I mean, you got the Roadhouse Grill, of course. Uh, that one. Oh, let's see here. You got uh, uh shit. Uh, oh, the ESPN Zone, of course. I've been to an ESPN Zone. It uh, was like I feel like when um, in like the early two thousands or maybe the late nineties, the mm-hmm. WWF, as it was called, yes, then had a restaurant. They definitely did. Uh, like it was called like the War Zone. Or, yeah, I believe it was called the War Zone. That was their whole thing um, back then. And me and my friends. My friend's father worked in Manhattan, like, right by Times Square, and, like, he took me and his son and another one of our friends to that restaurant. The only catch was we had to, like, go into work with him and, like, sit at his fucking office at, like, five in the morning just so he could go get, like, a shitty burger at, like, the WWF restaurant, which probably cost this guy so much money, but he took us. Despite the fact that he nor his son really cared about wrestling, I don't know why they took us there. I think they were just like, uh, this will be good to like make friends or whatever. I don't know. We were already his friends. He didn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because I went to, I typed in WWF Warzone on Wikipedia. took me to the video game with the same name, which I remember playing. It was like a not I good game. I used to game. like that game. I didn't... I, uh, it was, oh, no. It's, I mean, it's, it's terrible, especially compared to the... Uh, the uh, other wrestling yeah, games around at the time. Yeah, the WCW games were yeah. so much better. And, like, I remember, like, me and my friends having to convince ourselves that we, like, really liked it because, like, all of our favorite wrestlers were in this game as opposed yeah. to the WCW game. And then, of course, they put out WrestleMania 2000, and we all... It was the best one. And, of course, the most famous wrestling restaurant of them all, Hogan's Pasta Mania. Isn't that where they sell sushi? They sell sushi that, uh... Uh, gives you gas when you're having sex. <laughs> uh, okay, no, it was just called WWF New York was the name of uh, that restaurant. Oh, okay. Then it was renamed The World. Uh, and then it anyway, closed. that became that became an ESPN uh, zone. I think. Okay, so there's two things I got. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go to. Uh, let's see. First, uh, Pasta Mania. I remember uh, when Pasta because I, I was watching the WCW Monday Night Nitro when Pasta Mania was being like introduced at the Mall of America because mm-hmm. they were doing like Nitro live from the Mall of America. And I remember and like uh, Hulk Hogan fought Big Bubba Rogers that evening, who which is known probably best as Big Boss Man, who Big Boss Man had many a great moment in professional wrestling, including the time he stole Big Show's father's corpse from his funeral, or the time the Undertaker hanged him from the top of a cage by like a belt. That was crazy. <laughs> Two of my favorite wrestling things of all time. There is a... I'm, I'm still looking at the, the list of the WWF, the World Restaurant, and uh, it has a list of uh, defunct businesses for the WWE, and there's like only five businesses. Mm. Is one of them, this they is, had their World Bodybuilding Federation? Yeah, there's the World Bodybuilding Federation, the World, WWE Classics On Demand, which is now basically just their app. Yeah. WWE Niagara Falls, mm. I don't know what that is, and the XFL, which is yeah, now back. Yeah, it's back, baby, and better than ever. Yeah, finally. He hate me no, no. longer. Now he <laughs> like me. He, yeah, and then I uh, don't remember, nobody remembers anybody else from that league. I remember Tommy Maddox, because he actually played in the NFL a little bit after that. Touchdown, mm. Tommy Maddox. I mean, the branding on he hate yeah. me was so good 
despite the fact that he already had a great Rod name. Smart. Rod yeah. Smart. He didn't even need he no, hate me. Uh, but it's like the one nickname everybody remembers because it made no sense and it was weird. <laughs> yeah. It definitely seems like something that would happen now, though. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like... Like, he hate me seems like a very, like, 2019... Yeah, very, yeah, very meme-ish. It's like... Yeah, it's got it's got the syntax of a drill yeah, tweet. like somebody's gonna... Like, like somebody in the new XFL, if they let him use nicknames on a jersey again, somebody's nickname's gonna be that boy. <laughs> and they'll just be like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, in his college career, he was born in Lakeland, Florida, one of several children. His parents were known to give Rod and his siblings an unusual nickname, including Bone Bone and Fat Girl. Oh, man. I wish Bone Bone had played at the XML. Fuck. Imagine if his nickname was Fat Girl. Uh, <laughs> Bizarre. If only. Oh, so many video yeah. games... Then the only thing people would remember about the XFL <laughs> was that there was a player named Fat Girl. Yeah, it reminds me of that, was that like a Silverchair song with the guys like, so something about like, Bat Boy. And Is this for Anna's song? Probably. Yeah, it's a song about anorexia. That is his eating disorder. Yeah. Oh, Silverchair. So, there used to be a bunch of games that were specifically Smackdown games. Smackdown 2, Know Your Role. I think they still make the SmackDown games, or is it like WWE Live? Now? I think it's like they 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 two K it like all the sports do. It's like, yeah, yeah. apparently they they have an upcoming game coming out in October. It's WWE two K twenty. What about the talks with the rapper? Fo- oh, Eminem was reported to be curing the soundtrack, but didn't end up happening. Yeah, they've been doing they've been two King it since two thousand fourteen apparently. It's a uh, very funny. We're talking about wrestling video games. This is the, uh, another thing we did on a podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, you know, all old conversations are new again. Every conversation's new to somebody. Uh, yeah. You know, people. We've had some. Not us know, though. We've yeah. had this conversation. Yeah. And we, we have probably on multiple occasions, but now we're having now yeah. we're having it on uh, recording. For posterity's sake, again, I guess, because people, you know, that already has been recorded for posterity's sake. Pos- but yeah, I believe that it's on the uh, satellite uh, along with a copy of uh, uh, what's it that fucking uh, the what's his face the space guy space guy you know space guy contact oh Carl Sagan <laughs> yeah Carl Sagan he put like a uh, the, the, like the, copy of Johnny Be Good yeah, on it or something a, he put someone, oh god <laughs> that was a nightmare he put the disc out there it's got like drawings of like yeah, people the, like you know with like their you know dicks of vagina yeah. like, out and yeah it's just it's just like a, it's just like two drawings of two naked people one with the penis and one with the vagina a copy of Johnny Be Good and that podcast we did about <laughs> wrestling video games and they're like I guess this was humanity in a way I mean it kind of is I think maybe yeah. there's like some like like they wrote some like language i gotta look up this golden disc bullshit on wikipedia i mean that's sort of part of the premise golden disc will that get me there if i just type in golden disc what if i type in golden chris the golden disc nope that's a british pop musical film uh voyager golden record uh that's uh, two phonographic records that were included aboard voyager spacecraft uh, Carl Sagan noted the record contains sounds and images selected to portray the diversity of life and culture on Earth. Let's see, what's the contents? What's the frequency? A woman in a supermarket, a photograph of Jupiter. Mm. The the aliens that get that are gonna be like, we fucking live here, dude. We don't need a picture. Of yeah. Jupiter. 
the image, a uh, picture of L. Ron Hubbard licking uh, chicken. Yeah. After NASA had received criticism over the nudity on the Pioneer plaque, uh, the agency chose not to allow Sagan and his colleagues to include a photograph of a new man or woman on the record. Instead, only a silhouette of the couple was included. <laughs> However, God. the record does contain... He, he, it, should, it should say nothing. It should just say humanity sucks. However, the record does contain diagram of vertebrate evolution by John Lomberg, which with drawings of an atomically correct, atomically correct naked man and female, naked male and naked female showing external organs. Let me see that dick and that titties. Where are they? I can't. You know, <laughs> Let me see that dick and those titties. There are, Hello from the children of planet Earth is what a child says on the recording in English, the language that they will surely be speaking. Well, what do you want to speak it in math? <laughs> yes. Uh, he talks in math. He buzzes like a fridge. He's like a digital radio. <laughs> is this a 21st century schizoid band? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. All I know is uh, uh, this is what you get when you mess with us and more lines from uh, Karma Police. Oh, I gotta get a nursing mother. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> 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 Including the songs of birds and whales. Uh, uh, Azerbaijani folk music for some reason. But uh, they don't... But... I think it's supposed to show, you know, the sounds of other cultures, as opposed to just, like, a bunch of classical music and Johnny yeah. Good. Well, it still all sucks. Like, why could they put, like, uh, I don't know, um, like, the shags yeah, on why there? Why don't they put that... Why don't they put the Archies yeah, on there? Put the shags on there. Put, sugar, put sugar. my pal Foot Foot on there. Let them really... They should put the Super Bowl Shuffle on Ooh, there. If only. I mean, this came out too early for the Super Bowl Shuffle, but... You know, they put the disco duck on yeah, there. Yeah, they're gonna put the um, that song "Leader of the Pack" by the Shangri Las. Did you teach them what a motorcycle yeah. is as well? And also what a candy yeah. store is. Yeah, they should have put American Pie on there. Well, yeah, I mean that the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I I want that so bad. Somehow, some way, <laughs> if the first thing some intelligent life found in this world was a clip of Jason Biggs fucking a pie. <laughs> What if it wasn't even that? It was just like one of the Stifler summer camp. Oh yeah, like uh, Naked Mile, right? The CBT or like the yeah. Book of Love, which I think is the one where they find out that um, Jim's dad, Eugene Levy, like wrote a like a romance book back in the day, and they find it. And they go to him to get like romance um, advice. I've never seen Eugene Levy <laughs> is in so many American Pie films. Yeah, they must have been very lucrative. For I, him. I mean, yeah, he's also in. Josie the Pussycats in a fun role. I mean, the Josie the Pussycats. Oh yeah, I love that movie. I watched it again recently. It holds up in every shape. I feel like it probably only gets better. Oh yeah, I really enjoy it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have to look up that American Pie book of love. Uh, well, I do that. I had something else to say. It wasn't about Jason Biggs having sex with a pie. What was it about? Uh, was it about Eugene Levy? Uh, I don't. I did see. I did see it. Did you see American Reunion? Uh, no. The only one of those movies I've seen other than American Pie is American Wedding. Oh, really? You never saw American no, Pie? No, I, I saw American like Wedding like in a theater with friends. Which is the only reason I saw that. Oh, I was gonna say is, I once saw, uh, high school robber, high school robs attempts to masturbate with a sandwich. Oh my God! That's the first line in describing the plot of American Pie: <laughs> Book of Love. This is Sherman Helmsley's final film appearance before his death. <laughs> so oh, God. I never so sad. Uh, 
they got the Harold and Kumar dudes doing uh doing Amer- the American wedding. Yeah, they have a friend called Lou. Let's see here. The next day, when Rob and Heidi are cleaning the library, Rob finds the Bible, a legendary sex manual compiled by students over 40 years, now damaged by the water. Uh, taking a tip from the book, Simple Flattery, Rob approaches Ashley in a lingerie store and compliments her, and she leads him into a changing room, this probes, and makes him steal a, a bra for her. Uh, Dana's church service, sex, accepts a high from Nason, credit card charges, online, Stifler, Stifler's party, tonight I'm getting laid. Robin's friends resolve to find all the Bible's original contributors, starting with creator Noah Levenstein. I assume that's to be Jim's dad's character's name. Is Noah, yep, that, yeah, that's his name. And so they find, uh, yeah, he wrote the, this sex fucking book. <laughs> uh, cool. I guess all conversations have happened before. Yeah. Here's the, all the people who make cameos in this movie. Uh, well, the ones whose names I recognize: Kevin Federline. Wow! How'd they Dustin get him? Diamond. Wow! How'd they get him? Thomas Howell. Wow! How'd they get him? Knight. Wow! How'd they get him? Episode of Chopped, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh really? I would like to. Was it a celebrity chopped, or was he a guest, or was uh, what was going on there? Him, Maureen McCormack, and the woman who played Cindy were all the judges. So it's three Brady Bunch judges, and each of the um, baskets mm-hmm. had a food thing. Let me tell you something show. about Christopher McDonald's. He's in more. He's in more than one yeah. American Pie uh, presents. Film. Also, Tim. Do you think that the American Pie Presents movies work a lot like the Die Hard movies where like a script is just kind of floating around and they're just like, why don't we just put a, this American Pie on this and just like stick Eugene Levy in this thing? Perhaps. Also, Brent Michaels as himself. Uh, and Beth Bears, apparently, who was best known for Two Broke Girls, had a early role in this as some lady. Uh, Heidi and Rob return to the cabin and have sex, and Lube and Ashley do the same. Who got stuck playing Ashley? A woman doesn't even have her own. Are you reading the plot? Yeah, to a degree. There's a lot of stuff about sex stuff. And, mm. uh, ooh, and also on the soundtrack, Say Yes by Elliot Smith. Mm. Get those residuals. Yeah, get those residuals. The family of Elliot Smith. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me. Of when I heard the song "True Love Will Find You" in the end by Daniel Johnson in an Axe like shampoo commercial, it's like oh, the you know oh yeah, it's like people like musicians like you know uh, trumpet musicians who put their heart and soul into their music now find their music being used by like uh, you know f- fuck fest asshole bullshit. <laughs> Most of these bands I've never even fucking heard of. But I mean, to be fair, also the soundtrack is uh, Nickelback with a song called Something in Your Mouth, which I've never heard of, but is officially already my least favorite song. (laughs) Man, I'm looking at a fucking Jason Biggs filmography. This guy could not keep it together, huh? Well, his career started... He's in so so many shitty movies. Yeah, well, he started off in shitty movies. (laughs) <laughs> and he, he, he continued them. He made that movie Loser, which we talked about last week because of all teenage dirtbag. I do like Saving Silverman. No, isn't that like another awful one? Isn't that like... I like uh, it. I like the first American Pie. I mean, I'm sure like... 
they're probably uh, pretty offensive oh, by today's certainly. standards. But when I was like 13, oh, yeah. I really, really liked That's them. That's fair. Uh, you know, yeah, certainly by the modern standards. There's stuff I'm sure also that, if I recall correctly from my youth, there's stuff I very much enjoyed at the time. I thought it was very funny. But, but I mean, I also was sort of like uh, a movie snobby sort of kind of guy already by like high schoolish. But I'm sure in junior high there was some bullshit that I was like, oh, yeah, that's. I mean, I thought I loved the TV show Jackass. I remember every Monday coming into school oh, I love to Jackass. talk to my friends about what we had just seen on Jackass the night prior, whatever, you know. In, in like seventh grade, uh, me and my friends became a statistic when my, me and my friends filmed our own jackass movie and my friend broke his wrist. Uh, he is uh, in one music video, uh, Jason Biggs. It is the video for Teenage Dirtbag yep. by Weedus. Uh, guess the name of the role he is playing. Loser. Nope, he's playing the title character. Oh, the Teenage Dirtbag. The Teenage Dirtbag. All right, well, I know this is Chris and Matt's Skim Wikipedia, but for a second it's going to be Chris and Matt Skim uh, Genius because I looked up the lyrics to uh, Nickelback's song, Something in Your Mouth, produced by Mutt Lang. Oh, I know this song. Got to meet the hottie with a million-dollar body. They say it's over budget, mm-hmm. but you pay her just to touch it. Come on. Needs to hit the big screen and shoot a little love scene. If Hollywood had called her, she'd be gone before you hollered. Come on. Dirty little lady with a pretty pink thong. Every sugar daddy hitting on her all night long. Doesn't care about the money. She could be with anybody. Ain't it funny how the honey wanted you all along. You naughty thing. You ripping up the dance floor, honey. You naughty woman. You shake your ass around for everyone. You're such a mover. I love the way you dance with anybody. The way you swing and tease them all by sucking on your thumb. You're so much cooler when you never pull it out because you look so much cuter with something in your mouth. Yeah. One of the best things about uh, about Nickelback is like the more you read into them, the worse they. Yeah, like people. <laughs> like you're like you're like. Do they just like you 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 kind of like look back on like say like a Smash Mouth or something where you're like, was it really yeah. that bad what they were yeah. doing? It's like fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but like uh, for Nickelback, it's like. Uh, yeah, no. no. This is, this is I, I, I mean, this I just honestly terrible. assumed like they were sort of like a band that made music that sound terrible, like they made really shitty music. But now I kind of hope Chad Kroger gets hit by a bus after reading those lyrics. Like if I hear, like <laughs> I don't want anybody, I don't want anything to befall him like through an act of violence. But if he dies in a violent accident, it's kind of like uh, whatever, you know. It, you know, if it's like you know cosmic retribution for putting songs like that out into the world. Uh, I'd have no complaints if, like, you know, like, he, like, I don't know, like, accidentally, like, fell, like, off a cliff or something and, like, you know, snapped his neck. Like, I don't want him to suffer. Like, you just, like, you know, a quick death as, like, Okay. For <laughs> Why do you, you, so often on here, you, like, hope the death of someone. I just, did you not listen to the lyrics of something, like, a man, like, who puts those lyrics in the <laughs> No, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, you put those lyrics out into the world, and then, like, you befall some sort of, like, uh, accidental death, you know, like, uh, it feels like it's cosmically right, like, you know, I mean, you know, Dave Berman is, succumbs to depression and kills himself after making so much beautiful music, Chad is going about his business after making, like, the shittiest music in the world, why can't they switch places, you know? 
It, it's Freaky like, Friday. Uh, that old Chris Rock bit where he's like, Frank Sinatra dead, Dean Martin dead, Jerry Lewis got a full head of black hair, huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, now they're yeah, all dead. thank God, but, uh, Jerry Lewis is dead too, finally. That was, I guess that was a couple of years ago, whatever. <laughs> now women can finally be yeah. funny because Jerry Lewis is no longer alive to demand they don't be. Yeah, and that's yeah, he was like it's not that women aren't funny, it's that I won't allow them to be. Well he dictated it. He was just such a funny guy the way he made faces and fell. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious, he's a genius. He said things in a funny voice and he pretended to be like a crazy nerdy character. Oh R O F L with Jerry Lewis. I just fucking hate everybody and want him to be <laughs> yeah all right nice lady maybe we should wrap it up yeah sure well you know i you know uh, gleefully either like you know hoping for the deaths of or you know celebrating the deaths of uh celebrities who i have distaste for your anger makes me uncomfortable <laughs> i mean i'm obviously exaggerating for comedic effect but it's funnier to, it's <laughs> but on a uh, but on a more personal and I guess honest way, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, if, if, I, I, if I'm being honest, I'm just sort of like you know joking around. It's funnier to like you know make a hyperbolic statement about like you know Chad Croak or something like oh he's a really sh- shitty like lyricistly. I mean, he does bag. he does piece of fucking yeah shit. he's he's like a shitty guy like a, a shitty musician like an awful like songwriter and clearly some sort of like total fucking creep weird and like but yeah. like and like not like not in a way like where like death is an equivalent like cosmic payoff so to speak uh oh, no. but uh <laughs> i feel like you're ramping up but on the other hand if he was just walking down the street in like you know waterloo ontario canada i don't know why he's hanging out there maybe he went to go buy like the last like barely legal magazine in stock or something <laughs> And then, like, he's, like, thumbing through it. Yeah, guys, we're having a quick stop over in Waterloo. He's like, and he's, like, thumbing through it as he's walking across the street. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and put a belt around my neck and jerk off to this while I erotically asphyxiate myself. And then I'm going to, you know, uh, I don't know what I'll see. With, but, and then, like, oh, he's going to do that. And <laughs> oh, then he's, like, he's, he's humming to himself one of his classic, you know, great songs. And he's thinking about his, like, you know, good friend, Scott Stapp, I assume. I assume they're friends. And then, like, a bus just sort of, like, plows into him. And he just sort of, like, you know, and that's where sort of, like, things end for Chad Kroger. Yeah, fair enough, you know? It's, it's not, yeah, just right. fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. So, that, that's Chris Abatsky in Wikipedia. I never said who's who, and now I won't, so you don't know. <laughs> well, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know why. Maybe I'm a guest host. Mm. You're not. That's Chris. All right. Well, uh, this is the perfect time to thank Gavra Media. <laughs> I feel like nothing you can say is ever a good time to thank them. Uh, I just hope they. Uh, I mean, I've never spoken to them, but I hope they are nice to you. They seem very nice people. Like, and they have like podcasts that they're putting out in the into the world. Um, they seem great. Yeah, I think they got like a new one recently, semi recently, like a new one. So you should probably check that out. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So sorry, Gabber Media, that podcast. I'm doing a bad job. But also, you know, subscribe and whatever and rate wherever you find your podcast. But this has been Chris and Matt Skim Wikipedia. Thanks for listening, especially if you happen to be Chad Croker. We're happy to have you listening, Chad. 
You are your number one fan.